This is episode 112 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, Pastor, happy Monday. Good to be with you. On Mondays, aren't you a little bit, just a little bit drained from the day before? If you gave out yesterday, I don't mean like gave out like passed out, but I mean gave out like you were you were ministering to people, connecting with people, sharing your life with people, you likely are a little bit sapped from yesterday. Now, I still work on Mondays. Uh, there's a lot to follow up on on Sunday, and Mondays aren't a good, for me, not a good day to take off. So I'm busy on Mondays, but sometimes on Monday, I just have to be careful of my attitude just because I might be a little more tired and you've got the whole week ahead of you. And I've been looking through 2 Timothy, First and 2 Timothy, and, and honestly, it's been encouraging because it's reminded me of my role as a pastor and my responsibility honestly, as a pastor, because, you know, when things don't go the pastor's way, sometimes we can get annoyed, angry, reactive, caustic, resentful, or in a worst case scenario, violent, abusive, and or aggressive. I recall being in a service one time where a pastor was frustrated and he slapped the pulpit so hard that half the people in the room literally jumped at least six inches off of their seats. And I was toward the back of the room and I saw this happen. And I said to myself at the time, wow, when I'm preaching every week, I never want to do that to somebody. But it, it was just that he was so he was so fed up. Sometimes a pastor will act out when times are difficult. I remember years ago, a pastor was counseling with a man in his church who believed his wife was having an affair. And one day this man came home uh, at an off hour, believing he might catch his wife, and he discovered that very pastor that he was going to for counseling, his family's pastor, was in bed with his wife. He was an older man, this pastor, and he lamented, well, what do you do when a 32-year-old woman throws herself at you? Well, I can think of a lot of other things to do other than that. And and at other times, a pastor might develop even an enemies list of all those church members who've offended him or critiqued him. But all this does is it just causes a hostile environment in the church where peaceful and helpful uh, communication is just almost impossible. I was looking at 2 Timothy chapter 2, and I saw these verses. I saw in verses 1 through 3, it says, you then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Pastor, maybe you need to hear this this morning. And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, and trust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. Join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Paul is talking to Timothy. He's challenging him in these ways. He says in verse 14, keep reminding God's people of these things. Warn them before God against quarreling about words. It's of no value, and it only ruins those who listen. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. And avoid godless chatter because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. Their, their teaching will spread like gangrene. You know, bad teaching spreads quickly. And Paul says, among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus, who 
have departed from the truth. He, he calls out people who are on his team that have departed from the truth, saying that the resurrection has already happened and destroying the faith of some. And then he says toward the end of this chapter, he says, this is so important, don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments because you know they just produce more quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach people when they need to be taught, when they need that correction, that reproof, that instruction in righteousness, able to teach then, not resentful. Opponents, if you have opponents, if you have this enemies list, understand that those people are not your enemies, right? Uh, the, the forces of darkness and Satan and his uh, ruling authorities, that they're our enemies. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. But opponents, Paul tells Timothy, must be gently instructed in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth, and that they, those alleged opponents, they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil who has taken them captive to do his will. See, they're captives. They're captives. Jesus talks about it in the, uh, in the upper room discourse about those who don't know the Father or him. So these people are never our enemies. Our enemies are not flesh and blood. Our enemies are evil. They're principalities and they're powers. Pastor, I don't know what you're going through on this Monday in your local church, I don't know who's got your ear and who's twisting it. I don't know who's constantly critiquing you and critical of you. I don't know who those seven people are that they say it takes seven people, seven people talking in your ear, yapping, flapping their gums, criticizing or critiquing you and constantly berating you. It only takes seven people to cause so many pastors to leave a church. I don't know what's going on with you, Pastor. But I just want to encourage you, opponents must be gently instructed so that they'll come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil. Because the Lord's servant, that's what we are, right? Right? We're the Lord's servants. We must not be quarrelsome. We must be kind to everyone and not get resentful, not get bitter. I just want to encourage you, maybe go back, Pastor, read 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy. I mean, it's take it 15, 20 minutes. Read those passages. Remind yourself what Paul is saying to Timothy. Read 1 Peter chapter 5, where Peter talks to the elders and challenges them to their calling. Pastor, we, we have a great calling. We have a great honor to shepherd God's sheep to love his people. Sometimes we can get in the muck and the mire and we can lose our way. If that's you today, I want to gently instruct you today. I want to respectfully remind you, get back on the path. Don't lose your way. Don't lose your way. Call on the Holy Spirit of God, who is our advocate and our comforter and our counselor. He is the one Jesus said, I'm leaving And it's good that I'm leaving because I'm going to send another. The Father will send him in my name. And he'll be with you. And he'll teach you. 
and lead you into all truth. Lean on the Spirit of God to help you today to face whatever challenge it is that you're facing in ministry. And may God richly, truly, richly bless you. I love you and what you do. I'm so thankful for you. God is using you. Lift your eyes, lift your face to the Lord. Look up, see what God has for you. And I'll talk to you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.